Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 41, the final chapter of Chamber of Secrets. This is literally crazy. Of this podcast, Swish and Flick. Okay, do you want to call out the podcast name at all? <laughs> I did, I did. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm the former shell of Sarah. <laughs> oh my God. This episode is sponsored by Beverly Stottleman. Good job. I did it. Welcome. Today we will be discussing the final chapter, like I said two seconds ago, chapter 18 <laughs> of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Dobby's reward. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to dive into all the nitty gritty details before we begin. Mixed mouse juice. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't shouted out our stuff in a long time. Tis true. Maybe you should start with that. Okay. Just throw out some handles. Just follow me at O'Malley because I'm the coolest kid on this podcast. Throw in some handles here. You can follow me. I love some ice cream. At Skaterade (laughs) 7. You can follow me at. <laughs> I didn't say it. Then. No, I know. I was waiting for someone to say it for me. So I just. <laughs> well, why didn't you say it? Meg's Mouse Tales. T A L E S. Hate it. Say it like you mean it. At Meg's Mouse Tales. No, no, no. You say it like that's a boring desk job. You got to say it like you love it. Like I'm Megan here with Meg's Mouse Tales. Guys, I'm Megan. And you can follow me at Meg's Mouse Tales. Yeah. T-A-L-E-S. T-A-L-E-S. Spells relief. <laughs> There's three H's in O'Malley. <laughs> and I am Tiff Swish underscore Flick on the tweeter. All right. All right. So for all of our other social media needs, Swish and Flick podcast can be found at swish and flick podcast on facebook and swish flick cast on twitter and instagram also make sure that you head on over to youtube and subscribe to our channel uh all of our podcasts get posted there every week as long as vlogs i mean as as well well as (laughs) vlogs make sure that you follow us like, subscribe, share, comment, all that good stuff. Um, you can also join us on Patreon for exclusive access to the Felix Files, our bi-monthly bonus episodes, a chance to be a guest on the Felix Files, a Google Hangout session with the hosts, giveaways, and currently 
This episode is being recorded live for our Hippogriff and Hire patrons. So they are joining us on Patreon. You might just want to point out that we don't do a Google Hangout anymore. It's on a different thing. Oh, yeah. That's it's on right. Zoom. It's on true. Zoom. Yeah. It's on Zoom. <laughs> Zoom. Also, zoom, zoom, Zoom. Make my heart go boom, boom. <laughs> my supernova girl. What's her email? Um, you can send us your Potter stories at swishflickcast at gmail.com. And also, you can follow and subscribe to our podcast on Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, all the good stuff. TuneIn? Yeah. TuneIn is actually, if anybody has an Alexa device, you can ask her to play our podcast through yeah. TuneIn and she will play it. I think you just have to say no, play. Yeah, you, you just, just ask her to play. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've ha- every app. time I do it, I have to say on TuneIn. But- oh. No, I just asked her, I'm like, play um, Swish and Flick. Yeah. An all Potter podcast, and she literally like, oh really? I I, just, I don't know because I think I asked her to play Switch and Flick once, and it was like so. It was something band. else. It was like yeah. music. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think maybe Switch and Flick podcast, and then it'll come up, and she's like, yeah. this is. She'll literally be like Switch and Flick, an all Potter podcast. Yeah, it's and then really you cool. like hear our music, and then my voice, and it's like, whoa. I also, know. Alexa plays me. If you want to join <laughs> us on Patreon, the link is patreon.com forward slash Switch Flick Cast. You can choose your support level there, and shout out and huge thank you to all of our current patrons. We love you, and you keep Good us night. going. Tis true. Yeah, you guys are super cool. All right, go and break my heart. <laughs> Do it. All right, guys, this is uh, Weekly Profit it's News. Not, no, I'm not that upset. Opinions. Oh no, I have Whoa, some peppers. really I have some real good opinions on this article, and I think that you will not be upset about it. Agreed. You know what they're like, right? What? <laughs> opinions. opinions. You know what they're like. Peppers. <laughs> no. no other things not not to be so in the cast okay so bustle <laughs> posted so okay as we know harry potter and the cursed child opened on broadway a couple weeks ago and joe was there for the occasion she walked the red carpet she was beautiful I just want to shout out happy birthday to my mom because it's coming out on her birthday. Aww. Happy, happy birthday, birthday. Mama, 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 mama Yellowmo. Mama um, Yellowmo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what her grandchild would call her. Yellowmo. So the article title is J.K. Rowling explains why there won't be any more stories about Harry Potter. Now, before we get all upset about this article, let me point out it says about Harry Potter. That does not encompass the wizarding world, in my opinion. Not at so, all. She's also said this in the past. She has, multiple she times. She say it all she wants. Yeah, but I don't care if she never talks about Harry again. Like Megan's saying, she's not talking I, about the wizarding honestly, world. Honestly... I am happy with Harry's story how it is. It's ended. It's done. Good. Honestly, I'm fine with it. Would have been fine without the cursed child. You know what I mean? The blast, the epilogue. Well, we know great. Tiffany's opinion on that. Like, I don't <laughs> know my peppers. <laughs> so Can you so they them? asked her, they asked her, you know, what's next? Did they ask Is her? there another play coming that's going to be about... You know, more of Albus's schooling, maybe Albus's kids get to like know even more. And she said, absolutely not. The story of Harry and his lineage is done. Kaput. In the bag. We're done. However, what she did not say, and clearly she couldn't say this because we're in the midst of a massive production of. of Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts. Okay. Brain fart. Which is literally going to be going on for the next. 
million years. Eight years, maybe. Yeah. So oh, this God. belt. No, it's not, not the belt. Go away. Trade me then. Trade me then. I got it. Trade me then. If you think it's the belt. Why are you guys hating on me so much? I'm ignoring you and your sassy bell taps. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what I'm thinking, so she says, you know, no, there's nothing more about Harry. She said, I think it's quite obvious in the seventh book in the epilogue that Albus is the character I'm most interested in. And I think we've done the story justice. Have you? So I think pushing it on to Harry's grandchildren really would be quite a cynical move, and I'm not interested in doing that. So not only does she say... Oh, oh, this quote, too. I think you'll love, Tiffany. Give it to me. I think we really have now told in terms of moving the story forward the story that I, in the back of my mind, wanted to tell. (laughs) So... Joe digs cursed child. First well, of all, duh, she said it was canon. We all I know, know this. I know. I know. I'm just saying, like, people have their issues with it, and it's yeah. good. No. But no. it's going to be a whole other Felix no. Files. No, no, no. She's saying we all talk of this about this because so it's on Broadway. On Broadway. <laughs> so she, in this article, she clearly is pushing the agenda of cursed child, and also. Is saying that we're done with Harry's story. Why would you However, say I would like this? Why are you? Why? Because what I'm thinking is she didn't say that she's done with the Wizarding World. We already know that because of Fantastic Beasts. Mm-hmm. There is so much other stuff Wizarding World related that I want to hear about that has nothing to do with Harry. I will say I would like to know if like their kids got married. Like just give me a little like like Albus, like a family tree kind of thing. You know what I mean? I want Marauders. Bring I it. agree. I agree. I want the Marauders so bad. It has nothing to do with Harry. It well, can I stop before. Nothing to do with Harry. But it can stop like before Harry's born. I don't care. I, I want the Marauders in school. I want to know how much of a bully James was. I want to see. I want to. I want to know James because at this moment in time, from what I know about James. I am not a fan, and I want her to change my mind. I want Joe to change my mind about James Potter. I want her to prove to me that Lily and James belong together, because as you all know, I don't think they should be. I want to know... It's canon! <laughs> I, I want to know... How much of a bully Sirius is? I want to see his dynamic with James. I bet you out of of all of them, he's the biggest one. And I want Remus. I just want to shine. I just want to know. I want to know how Prefect Remus lets all of them get away with this. His dynamic in his head, what he's thinking. Like, there's just so much more information about the Wizarding World that I'm interested in that literally has nothing to do with Harry. I agree. And I'm totally okay with the statement that she's done with Harry's story. Like, that's fine. You can be done with it. You maybe should have been done with it before you were done with it. (laughs) But... Oh, well, now you're saying something. <laughs> I will say, though. Well, no, but, I, you know, you know why I like Cursed Child. There's what? things I like about it, and there's clearly things I don't like about it. But I want prequels. Yeah, I would I really even want. I would even love a Founder's story. Ooh, Miss Clifton. Miss Clifton. <laughs> 
I just really hey, no, I wanted to say this way before when she was on her little rampage about the marauders. Um, it's called a soapbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, <laughs> she had the finger out. <laughs> I agree with all of that. I really would love to see James's transition from being a bully yeah. into someone that Lily loved. Like, exactly, that's something I'm super interested in seeing, like how he changed and. That whole dynamic and all of that. Yeah, I really want to know that because it's very odd to me to see Snape's memory of him Mm -hmm. in what, I mean, what was that fifth year? Mm -hmm. He was bullying Snape that way. And by seventh year, like him and and James and Lily are together. Exactly. So like from two, two years, I mean, I, you know, thinking back to like being in high school between ages 15 and 17, I did change a lot. Uh, but I feel like his quirks are not something that like I can't compare to that. So I don't know necessarily how much I would have changed in terms of like being the type of person that he was at 15 to being the type of person that he supposedly was at 17. So that's what I want. Think what do you want, Tiffany? A hamburger. (laughs) I'll get you one. It sounds so good. I'm going to do two things. I'm going to go back to what I was going to say before. (laughs) I want the life and lives of Albus Dumbledore. And um, I want a real uh, Hogwarts of history. Yes. Um, Preach, girl, preach. I know. Okay. And then back to Mr. James, because I enjoy James. Um, But Why? And his giant peach. <laughs> I like that, James, I a lot. I love that movie so much. Because I can focus on more than who he was previously, and I can appreciate him for who he became. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you have to think about the time um, from when he was 15 to the end of school and what had changed within the wizarding world. And stuff like that makes people... Um, that's up why I just hold want on, it. I on. want her to write it. I want to read it. I want to know it. You didn't raise your hand. Convince me, Joe. Convince me. You have to think about him. He's seeing the wizarding world change, and he's seeing all this really ter- terrible like stuff happen. And mm-hmm. that kind of stuff makes you appreciate everything a little bit more, you know, depending on the person. So, for example... Um, 9-11 completely changed me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was mm-hmm. in seventh grade when it happened, but honestly, it makes you think about how precious time is, and I've ne- that's never left me. I was in sixth grade, and I can tell you exactly where I was and what I was doing when yeah. 9-11 happened. And that's why I think all yeah. this evil that was going on, the wi- on in the wizarding world probably had a major impact on how he lived his life. Yeah. Headcanon. But, again, I want to read it. Well, yeah. When did his... I wonder when his parents died. If that, like, maybe affected him, too. You know, if they died when he was still in school. I'm just saying. No, but I completely agree. And realistically, like, when he was bullying Snape and being, like, a jerk, he was young. Like, what, 15, 16 years old? You grow up. Like, you're saying all this stuff is happening all around you, and... He's seeing, like, if I act towards these people this way, the girl that I really like is not going to like that. And if I want her in my life, I got to get my act together. Yeah. Seriously. Okay. But I agree. I'm fine with no more Harry Potter. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I want I, the I, wizarding world. I, yeah. I guess I guess I am. Um, 
I think her but, story but, is but a lot of But a lot of the things that have to do with him, like, they're going to involve him. I would Which say... I fine. You know I would I mean? say the only thing that I'm lacking with Harry's story is I would really like her to write something in those 19 years. Like... I would like something directly after. Like, give me something directly. Like, I want to like, know how yeah. you reset up this, right. this world. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I want to know, know, how did Harry become an Auror? Was it just kind of handed to him? What type mm-hmm. of training was it? Like, I want to know that process. How did Hermione go from being, you know, going back to Hogwarts uh, for her final year to eventually becoming... Or even like hearing like how her minister of went. magic, like because I don't think Ron and Harry went. They back did to not. There. So like no. how how was that last? Who year was where, she in classes? With? Yeah, like how did that all work? And like how did Hogwarts look? And I don't know. No, I yeah. I mean, I just want that to would see, be the I, only. I want more details. Like I just want more. I would love to see Kingsley in his new abstract role. details. Like I want you to go in and fill in Pottermore. Like why can't we have people's what their wands are? Or what their cores were, or what their birth... Like, you know that you have all this information in your I'd head. I'd like to know if Lavender Brown's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saying. I think that, um, you know, the whole concept of Pottermore is amazing, but so, they need to work on it. My question... There's some people out there that don't even, like, think that as, like... They don't they use don't it ever it as, as a source. Can- canon, Correct. Yeah. And but I why? was like, oh, I... Like, I... To me, had always assumed that it was. Mm-hmm. But they're like, she doesn't write all of that stuff, which is true. She doesn't. She doesn't, but she... I don't know. But also, she there's people to, that don't like that. If that, girlfriend's not approving you to put a shot of whiskey in your butter beer... <laughs> right. No, I, yeah, I mean, she's... But the, we can also... I mean, we could discuss this at length with the whole cursed child that we... There's a lot of things that shouldn't be in it if she's not, you know... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, contradicting herself. Right. Like the... Um, Time turners and stuff. Mm-hmm. Some so. people don't take her Twitter as canon, which is very bizarre to me because like, I'm like, like um, that literally mouth, came out of her yeah. mouth. She's the creator. Yes. Yeah. So George, George Lucas could spout off some crap about the new stuff, and I'd take his to heart, even well, though he no, doesn't like, own it anymore. I know, right? I know that all like um, a lot of people don't think don't like that the Last Jedi happened. And they're like, they want that stricken from canon, but they're like, it's oh canon. my god! Like, I mean, clearly, everyone knows how I feel about Cursed Child, but I will say this: canon is canon is canon yeah. is canon, and there's nothing I can do to change it. Yeah, I accept it. If yeah. you don't want to, and like, cool. and we can still debate it because you know nobody is perfect, mm. and I'm sure she would even be like the first person to say that like I'm not perfect. There's plot holes in her other stuff, you know. Yeah. So Joe is perfect. Topic. Yeah. All right. Shall we step off our boxes? So hours later, that was a long weekly profit. But you know what? It's our podcast. (laughs) We do what we want. (laughs) All right, it's time for the recap. Whoa! People are going to be like, (laughs) (laughs) "Sorry, I'm not sorry." So Harry meets Tom Riddle in the Chamber of Secrets, guys. It was a true showdown. He showed his true loyalty to Dumbledore, and with his help, he defeated the Basilisk and destroyed Tom Riddle's diary and Tom himself. What about what? Ginny wakes up. He is just so cool. Ginny wakes up, and together they get with Ron and Lockhart and And get get the hell out of there. (laughs) (laughs) All four of them get married. That's weird. That's a swear. It's the last chapter of the book. What is happening? 
So Harry fills Dumbledore, McGonagall, and the Weasleys in on everything that happened. Everyone leaves, and it's just Dumbledore, Harry. Um, Lucius Malfoy bursts through the door and is angry that Dumbledore's back. Realizing that the diary was his, Harry gives it back to Malfoy with a gift in it. Except <laughs> it's in the gift. And it leads to Harry's freedom. Harry and friends leave Hogwarts for summer break. How nice. I'm not that. going home. Not really. Not really. Not really. <laughs> Throwback. Oh, I don't have a home. well all right so our chapter begins with a moment of silence thank you (laughs) covered in muck and slime and harry covered in blood and there's a screech (laughs) oh my god molly and arthur are there and I wrote, they clearly believe that their only daughter is either dead or mangled in some type. I wonder how much more love they have for Harry after this. Like, I know that Molly has loved him since the second she saw him. You know what I mean? Because it's like Molly. But, like, it would be like if the Grinch's heart, when it grew so many sizes, (laughs) but she already has, like, a normal size heart. Two sizes too small. I know. But she has a normal size heart, and she sees Harry being like, you saved my only daughter. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. Loves him, you know what I mean. I know she probably wanted them to get married right then and there. She saw the future. Y'all have three kids. (laughs) Y'all name one Elvis Severus. I don't approve of the name, but anyways, go on. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um. So in in that screech, Molly yells, "Ginny, Ginny, Ginny!" Um. Dumbledore was beaming at Harry and McGonagall. Never gonna live it down. I'm never gonna live it down. (laughs) Never gonna live it down. (laughs) I love that dance move that you do. It's my favorite dance move from Sarah. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, reasons why I'm single. I dance like that. (laughs) Not gonna argue with you on that one. Uh, McGee was clutching at her chest at the sight of all of them. She was clearly in shock. Shocked. And everyone wants to know how Harry, Ron, and Jenny are still alive. And uh, not, not he's mention, the chosen one. Lockhart. That's a oh. lot of words happening. <laughs> Calm yourselves. Because <laughs> this is getting a little too much. Sorry, ma'am. Sorry, mom. I'm only saying it like that because you did. Yeah, y'all are going to be grounded. <laughs> yeah, you can't ground me. <laughs> I do what I want. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends. Learn about a new culture. Want to understand certain pop culture things. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 language, languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language ac- acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and 
It's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion, and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline, and it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and languages needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. So... I'm going to say this again. So everyone wants to know how Harry, Ron, and Ginny are still alive and not to mention Mr. Lockhart. So Harry moves forward and places all of his heroic tools onto Dumbledore's desk, the hat, the sword, and the diary. And then it's story time. And I probably have a read from chapters that I don't have pulled up. That's the best kind of time. Um, and so Harry goes into his story, speaking for about 15 minutes... And he recapped it all. (laughs) (laughs) Starting with hearing the voice, getting Hermione's help about the basilisk and the pipes, going into the forest, seeing Aragog, putting everything together and figuring out that Moaning Myrtle was the girl who died the first time the chamber was opened, and then connecting that the Chamber of Secrets entrance was in the same bathroom that she occupied. 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 Who are you, Severus Snape? Equally guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Occupado. Occupado. Okay. And I said that's a hefty laundry list of crazy. What? When you see everything that happened in this book recapped this way. They've had a crap year. Yeah. Yeah. Think of Colin, though. So he had like, a great year. How, I mean, he took, he took a great nap. How on earth did Colin just become a second year? Let's All also right, talk we, about we, the we fact that this, uh, at length, he has like a Sarah. I know. I just like. You spend your first year at Hogwarts, like petrified, petrified the whole year, and you spend your last year at Hogwarts, you die. Well, you're not really there, but you go back and, you know, you die. Sorry, I accidentally went into Prisoner of Azkaban and I tried to go to my other book. Gosh. I don't know how books work. I don't even know what a book is. Mm, That's clear. All right. Um, McGonagall is still surprised that he is alive, said that they broke about 100. Ding. Come on. School rules. Sorry. Process of figuring all these things out. And I said, uh, be grateful, McGee. (laughs) (laughs) Be grateful that they did all these things and broke all these rules. Um, so Harry goes into kind of explaining round two. He discusses how Fox arrived and drops off the sorting hat 
with the sword contained inside. He continues to avoid the subject of the diary for fear that Jenny will be in some kind of serious trouble, even though none of it was her fault, strictly speaking. Right? But look at him protecting her. No. Strictly speaking, not allowed to do magic. Harry does not want her to be expelled, and the diary didn't work anymore to prove that Tom was the one who was behind all of the madness. Um, and then it's Dumbledore that finally brings up Ginny. And how was it that Voldemort was able to enchant her when his sources say that Voldemort is hiding in the forests of Albania? Who are these sources? Dumbledore knows people. I'm sure that the ministry like has people on this case at all times. You know why would they? Because the case of Voldemort. He'd yeah, be well, because they don't think, think he's coming back though. Fudge is like, yeah, he's yeah. like, no, nope, he's gone. And then even and when he's even, back, he's yeah. like, no. Nope. Yeah, but at the same time, okay, so like, think of it in this context. No, if <laughs> so, we have we have Fudge who is saying. Eat me no, <laughs> no, like he doesn't exist anymore. And then we also have like the Department of Magical Law Enforcement and like the head of the Department of Magical Law Enforcement potentially saying like this could be a threat. So if you think about like, you know, our president might say that something isn't important or like isn't going to happen, but like is the FBI always going to follow? They're going to have their own agenda as well. So like they're still going to do... Well, I'm realistic. It could just be Their like thing. dark wizards doing stuff too that they're looking at, not right? Specifically, just Voldemort. And like dark magic could mean anything. And why not keep Voldemort in the back of your mind? Yeah, it's Tiffany. Was the Order of the Phoenix reestablished? I don't think it was reestablished until Order it, of the Phoenix it never went away. It belongs mm. in your heart because as soon as right. Cedric died, that's whenever like the meetings started again. Yeah. Who's Cedric? What's Your boyfriend. Mad-Eye doing right now? <laughs> what? What's Mad Eye doing right now? Uh, training Tonks to be an or? Waiting, waiting to get captured by Barty Crouch Jr. Oof. I just wonder if any of the Order of the Phoenix people were like these sources. Could That's be. possible. Because be. I feel like Mad Eye would have been. He would have. He would have backed Dumbledore anyway. Well, I just feel like Fudge wouldn't have had anybody on. And him. if you think about it in that sense, an where Hagrid was like, he doesn't believe that Voldemort's really gone. So does Mad I really believe? That's what I'm saying. That, yeah. So I mean, it could very well be these people that are our Aurors, but also Order of the Phoenix members. Yeah. Such yeah. Such as Mad Eye, yeah. Tonks, um, yeah. me, Kingsley. Yeah. Okay. And oh. isn't Kingsley at this point? The head of the magical law enforcement department. Did I make that up? No, he's I high like up. He I'm runs sure, it, doesn't yeah. he? I think he runs that division. He's with the. Isn't he? A, is he assigned to the minister? He is assigned to the prime minister. Prime minister, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Isn't that? That's but only during. But only during Order of the Phoenix. Well, at Order of the Phoenix, he is. But I don't know if he like always was before that. You know. Yeah, I got you. I got you. All right. Um. Molly is completely stunned by the mention of Voldemort and that Ginny, like, Ginny wouldn't have anything to do with him, right? And so that's when Harry decides to bring up the diary, showing them and telling them that Tom Riddle wrote in the diary when he was 16. And 
I noted that this is probably when Dumbledore goes into connecting the dots big time. God, imagine. I feel like I feel like in this moment, it's like major light bulbs going off mm-hmm. in his head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to read a little bit uh, from this chapter. Dumbledore took the diary from Harry and peered keenly down his long, crooked nose at its burnt and soggy pages. And this is why I think that he connected it. He says, brilliant, he said softly. Yeah. I think in that moment he knew. He knew what it was. Yeah. And he said... But I think in that moment he knew what that was, but he didn't know what he was getting himself into. Well, no, but I think he knew exactly what it was. Right. Yeah. Because I think, well, once he gets, like, the ring and everything, maybe he's, like, because he's trying to get the memory later on from Slughorn mm. to find out exactly how, how many. many. Yeah. Because he's, like, he, he we have the diary, then he gets the ring and does all that stuff. He knows he and took he, it the lot get, to another level. Yeah. And if Dumbledore how many pieces. Mm-hmm. If Dumbledore did know that the diary was a horcrux, why would he let Harry take it to Well, there's nothing loose. I mean, it doesn't work anymore. It's dead. It's done. But wouldn't he want it as, like... What would you need it for? Yeah. Evidence, or maybe to inspect it, or not, maybe not if it in, not left well, traces. In, and no. maybe he knows that, he like Harry's Dumbledore. Harry's gonna do something for the greater good, saving Bobby. I, I love my dude, but he's not gonna. He, that's close to heart. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, he's not sharing that info with anybody. Mm-mm. Yeah, because I mean, how how much does Dumbledore actually trust Fudge? What? <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> Which is that bitch? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm so tired. Book. All right. The book. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So brilliant. He said softly. Of course, he was probably the most brilliant student Hogwarts has ever seen. Excluding himself or including himself. What about Hermione? Uh, Hermione. Mm. Hermione? I almost did that. (laughs) That's so funny. No, I think, uh, I think Uh, Riddle's probably a little bit smarter than her. I mean, she's brilliant, Mm. obviously, but. Well, they do say that she's the most clever witch of her age. I think that she, unlike him, is able to, um, like where he forgets that the phoenix cries and heals things. You know what I mean? Like there's things that he misses because he is, um, a big head. Where she doesn't always think that way, you know? Yeah. But you also, like, see her later on when she goes to the hog's head instead of going wherever and people overhear her. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, He turned around to the Weasleys who were looking utterly bewildered. Very few people know that Lord Voldemort was once called Tom Riddle. I taught him myself 50 years ago at Hogwarts. He disappeared after leaving school traveled far and wide, sank so deeply into the dark arts, consorted with the very worst of our kind, underwent so many dangerous, magical transformations that when he resurfaced as Lord Voldemort, he was barely recognizable. So here's my question, because you've talked about this, and I'm pointing at Katie, (laughs) with um, the crimes of Grindelwald. Do we know, like, in order to take... Like make a horcrux, you have to take pieces of yourself, or we just that's assuming. speculation. That's speculation, yeah. Because that's what I think. Just about. because, like, we know it, he's making horcruxes. It makes sense because of how much Voldemort's image changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like his nose disappears. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like I immediately like now, like thinking of all the books, that's what I think of when I hear this is like, cause we know now that he was making those Horcruxes in that time. Not all of them, but well, and this right here is a huge giveaway. Now that you go back and read it underwent mm-hmm. so many dangerous magical transformations. You're splitting your soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's it right there. Black and white guys. Yeah. And it's amazing that it's book two. I know. <laughs> All right. And I just love it so much. Um, Back to, um, you know, Tom Riddle being the most brilliant wizard or whatever. His his brilliance is kind of, I think, I don't want to say I think because our listener Beverly said this, but I agree with her. She says that Tom's brilliance is tantamount. He's unfettered by morals. Mm -hmm. And that's why his power and brilliance Mm -hmm. is so high. And like, you know, Hermione has morals. Mm -hmm. So she's not going to go that extra mile sometimes Mm -hmm. to do some of the things that he did. Think about when she she, when she kind of drops that, though. Like she does a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does a little bit. Yeah. You see There's times where you more, see her. She pushes mm-hmm. it. But, you can, but she's even, dropping yeah. morals that are okay to drop. Well, I mean, questionable. Isn't. You know what I mean? Yes, where he right. just has she's, nothing. He, he's doing yeah. it just to better himself, where she's doing this in order to gain more knowledge and to help, eventually help others, where he's just doing it so he can become more powerful and becoming like an immoral person because he doesn't immoral. Immortal, so he doesn't die. Yeah. So, like her, her, what she's trying to gain is different than what he's trying to gain. She's doing it for her body. Yeah, for the benefit of for the greater good, right? But like, not in the bad way and that Dumbledore. Does. And he says, like, you know, it's just crazy. <laughs> also, we were talking about this a little bit in the last episode because this reminds me of that Star Wars stuff where he changes mm-hmm. the Senator Palpatine. Um, craziness. You're getting evil, you're going to get ugly. <laughs> it's true. So, lightning bolt it. So, in that moment when he says brilliant, do you think that he realized it's a horcrux? Yes. 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 I say yes. I think spe- also, like, the way it What about our patrons? Tell me. Like, if it was just a regular old diary that was mag- maybe... Le- oh, my gosh. No, you're good. Maybe magically enhanced so it could talk back to you, what have been destroyed like would have looked different you know what i mean yeah had it been stabbed with a fang versus a horcrux being stabbed with a fang oh fang like i think it, i think the end result would have been they just stabbed it with a dog yeah yeah he bit a he tooth took a bite out of it <laughs> taking a bite out of crime i also <laughs> just want to point out the brilliance of ron later remembering about all yes. of these fangs in the chamber and then making out shout, shout out to ron <laughs> Well, Shout out to Megan not remembering she read that part in the that's book. A movie, oh, I remember that story. That's a movieism. It doesn't happen in the chamber. Yeah, well, they made out. <laughs> <laughs> Spew. Close your eyes. But yeah. Spew. I just like that he remembers things. Jessica says, I'd say that the age old saying knowledge is power holds a lot of truth too with Tom. Mm-hmm. And Hermione. Knowledge is power, just how you use it. Mm-hmm. Sweet sauce. Definitely. Oh. All right. <coughs> All right. We're, we're at the green. We're at the green. <laughs> nice. We're going to go golfing. Tis. True. Yes. Give me the book. <laughs> so, 
We start this section with Mr. Weasley uh, giving Ginny some advice, or rather reminding her of some advice that he Very had famous given her. advice. Ginny, said Mr. Weasley, flabbergasted, haven't I taught you anything? What have I always told you? Never trust anything that can think for itself if you can't see where it keeps its brain. I like that Ron said that earlier. He's like, my dad always says this. Yeah. Uh, Why didn't you show the diary to me or your mother? A suspicious object like that. It was clearly full of dark magic. Now, I do have to point out that I think that that is a little over the top for him to say to her. Like, how is she going to be like, yeah, this is clearly dark magic. Like, if you think about it in her brain, how she's thinking, oh, there's this diary that was like in one of my old secondhand books. And must be a Weasley. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, I'm eleven. And I She's thinking that. Yeah. I'm eleven. Self, I'm (laughs) eleven. I got this cool new book. I'm gonna write in it and not to my parents. But like who would think to be like, Yeah, I found this diary and it writes back to me. Because she's enjoying it. Yeah, but I, I think I think world. a dad would say, like a parent would say that, you know, like, why didn't you come to me with this? Why didn't you? Right. Like, but like at the same time, this? I'm going to be like, um, I don't know. I didn't think about it. a little riddle on it. Right. <sighs> Am I right? Am I right? Well, yeah, but she doesn't know who the heck that is, obviously. Right. But is that a movieism or is it in the book that it's written? The name was written on the outside. Says I'm it. not sure. Doesn't it? I think it, it says, says it. I think it, it says, it. says uh, where it's purchased. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, muggle. Yeah, maybe she didn't know how to read then. She so, struggled like I do. So after getting all of this advice, Jenny is just like really upset. Um, she's so upset and thought that it may have just been something left in one of her secondhand books. But Dumbledore kind of comforts her, um, saying like, "No harm done. You know, everything is fine. We're gonna unpetrify all of the people who've been petrified." This clearly didn't have the same ending as the last time the chamber was opened. Nobody has died. Um, So he then also says, Miss Weasley should go up to the hospital wing right away, Dumbledore interrupted in a firm voice. This has been a terrible ordeal for her. There will be no punishment. Older and wiser wizards than she have been hoodwinked by Lord Voldemort. Um, So who do we think he's talking about? Slughorn. Mm. Slughorn, definitely. Spot on, sister. Every yeah. single person he used to make a Horcrux. I'm thinking Pepsi he's talking about perhaps himself. Yeah. Do you have evidence for this? Dibbit. What? What would um, Voldemort have done to hoodwink or? Whatever? Well, if Dumbledore. you think back to like you know Dumbledore, Dumbledore gave him a chance after going to the orphanage initially to offer him a spot at Hogwarts and Dumbledore knew then that there, you know, he was going to have to keep an eye on him already at that moment in time. Mm -hmm. And then Dumbledore did kind of just let the whole chamber thing happen. Like, yeah, he had it in the back of his mind that maybe he should keep his eye on him. And like, Tom's not going to try and open the chamber again, but Dumbledore didn't say anything. He didn't go to dip it. He didn't pursue that at all. And then he let that go, and what did 
he turn into. But we didn't. We don't know that he didn't go to Dip It. We don't know that he didn't go to him and say, "Hey, I have some weird feelings about Tom Riddle." And Dip It being like, "No, Tom Riddle is one of the greatest students we've ever had." I don't know. I don't know if I find that in Dumbledore's character to do that, though. Yeah, I like, think that, that Dumbledore like that. Would... having a discussion with a superior about something as serious as that, though. I feel like Dumbledore would take it into his own hands, just like, like he's taking Harry into his mm-hmm. own hands. Mm-hmm. And I think oh, that sometimes a D- Dumbledore, trait. yes, and I think sometimes hey, Dumbledore know. takes on more than he should. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we can see that that kind of bites him in the butt with the whole situation with Harry and the, you know, the fact that he kind of has to die for the cause too, Dumbledore. Um, and I don't think that that was in his plan initially. You know what I mean? I mean, but like he knew he was going to die someday. Well, right, I know, but like he didn't think that getting rid of this Horcrux in the ring was going to do this damage to him. Well, he was and have it backfire like that. I guess you could say he was hoodwinked by Voldemort via the Horcrux in the ring. But yeah, I mean, he wasn't part of that sacrifice. He just fell victim to that point, and that's, I mean poop happens right yeah <laughs> i think i think also that we could say you know the whole older and wiser wizards have been hoodwinked by him potentially death eaters mm-hmm. oh, yeah. because I mean, if we go back to talking about voldemort in a correlation of being like um hitler like how many people did he hoodwink like no, he was elected you know what i mean so mm-hmm. also I a huge agree. one a huge one is snape yeah. Was definitely hoodwinked by Voldemort. Yeah. Peter Pettigrew. Yeah, absolutely, he, he Peter. Ain't wiser. <laughs> Hepzibah Smith. I, said. I said he ain't wiser. <laughs> <laughs> Hepzibah Smith, the gray lady. Yeah. Yeah. She's he not older and wiser. Well, I guess she is technically older and wiser, but, but she was, she's like the ghost of a kid, right? I love all this. Keep giving Coral. us a rundown. Coral. Coral. Yeah. I mean, I think as, most. As, crappy as Coral was he was brilliant right yeah as far as you know magic goes but like he from what we know about Voldemort like he was probably like a very he was able to um suavely use people to mm-hmm. gain what mm-hmm. he wanted Charm and them. you yeah and you see that Charm in real life people yeah. you know what I mean yeah psychopaths that like mm-hmm. They uh-huh. charm all these people. And who was it? Charles Manson that like hide all those women. Yeah. yeah. And I have to say, like, while Peter Pettigrew was hoodwinked by Voldemort, he so deserved it. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. It. Yeah. Snape, I don't yeah. think deserved he what he got. It. Yeah. I don't think no. Snape deserved what he got in the end. No, because um, realistically, as much as Snape was a spy for both sides, like, he genuinely, like, you know, he did. He was fighting for the correct side. He was was on the right side. In the end, he was on the right side. He was doing what he thought was best. He was protecting as much as he could Hogwarts Mm -hmm. in being headmaster. Um, Can you imagine being in his position, having to deal with the Karos and keeping up that face of that double agent side and seeing all the stuff that they were doing to those kids? And And as mean as he was, he wasn't like that. We and we talked about it a little bit on um, the Felix Files about the Great Snape debate, at least the second part that I was on, um, where you know Snape was probably one of those people like, I'm gonna, I will do the torturing because I can make it where they're not gonna suffer as much as if the Caros are doing it. Like, I don't know, craziness. That's yeah. how I view it. 
Yeah, I can see that. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, charming the pants off people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, do you think you would fall prey? I'm sure. I mean, he's... I don't know. It depends on, like, how... Because I, I feel like I can read people really well. Um, and if I get, like, a creepy vibe from you... I feel like you my I mean? conscience if you're too charming, is too large for same. me to fall for those I have, things. like, a really good intuition. Yeah. I'd like, be like, nope. I mean, I think it would be tough. Because of, like, how he portrayed himself to people, especially when he was that young and he looked like he did. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you have to think people always, cute. yeah, good looking mm-hmm. dude. They mm-hmm. always say that he was, you know, handsome. he looked like his dad. He was handsome. Yeah. Um, talented, you know, and that's infectious. People are attracted to that. Mm-hmm. Um but and, I feel like when he starts asking you to like do certain things or he's doing certain things and you're seeing that dark stuff, that's yeah. when I would have been like, oh. But then would I have been too deep? Yeah. It's a know? hard it's a hard situation. I feel to like he, he, he really think about mm-hmm. he's a sour patch kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's opposite. He hooks you with the sweet and then he turns sour. <laughs> you're yeah. welcome. <laughs> Voldemort is Voldemort's a sour patch. I think we have a title for the episode. <laughs> It'd be sour patch kids new flavor, Voldemort. Ugh. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> Alright. So Dumbledore orders Ginny bed rest and a large steaming mug of hot chocolate. Can you order that for me as well? Reminds me of Lupin. Everything's yeah, food. I agree. You guys. Chocolate always makes you feel better. Um, he also says that the mandrake juice <laughs> is what he calls it, which just like weirds me out. I don't know why. Like, yeah, why no, isn't it called mandrake potion I, or draught? Or, I noted that. Juice. I noted yeah. that in my in my notes. I was because like, oh, to me juice. that's like they're squeezing <gasps> the mandrakes to get the juice out of it. What if it's in a juicer? I know that's what I pictured. <laughs> it's just alive? weird. The, the forever is question, the is it lobsters? Are is they lobsters? Is this the blood of the mandrakes that they're drinking? <laughs> it could be. Uh, it could be. So anyway, it's being administered as they speak, and the boys are excited that Hermione will be okay, but specifically Ron is excited. Ron Just wanted to point that out. Um, so Dumbledore also has Mr. and Mrs. Weasley leave with Ginny and then informs Ron and Harry that they will receive special awards for services to the school. Uh, remember how we learned about these awards early on when Ron was cleaning one for Tom Riddle? Are we going to throw up some slugs, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so. Oh, my God. Hold on. Look at this. Jessica. Basic. Imagine the screaming. All I can think of is, God, I missed the screaming. <laughs> um, yes, that is. Oh, they also get 200 points apiece for Gryffindor, mm. which is just a, it's hefty. crazy. Yeah. Um, so Ron, jealous of I, uh, my Gryffindor points? No, not at all. Okay. Typical. (laughs) So Dumbledore says, why so modest, Gilderoy? Because he finally notices that Lockhart's in the room. Um, Harry gave a start. He'd completely forgotten about Lockhart. He turned and saw that Lockhart was standing in the corner of the room, still wearing his vague smile. When Dumbledore addressed him, Lockhart looked over his shoulder to see who he was talking to. Professor Dumbledore, Ron said quickly, there was an accident down in the Chamber of Secrets. Professor Lockhart 
Am I a professor? Said Lockhart in mild surprise. Goodness, I expect I was hopeless, was I? Yes. Uh, Maybe a little Uh, bit. You have been your whole life. (laughs) He tried to do a memory charm and the wand backfired, Ron explained quietly to Dumbledore. Dear me, said Dumbledore, shaking his head, his long silver mustache quivering. (laughs) Impaled upon your own sword, Gilderoy. (laughs) Sword? Haven't got a sword. That boy has, though. <laughs> Do you think Ron thinks he's going to get in trouble for this because it was his wand? No. No. Nah. I think Ron knows everybody's happy. We're just destroying people's brains left and right. It's not a big deal. <laughs> we no, are. I think. And you know what? Karma is a beep. A peep. A beep. A beep. Karma is a beep. Boop, boop, beep. So after that, Dumbledore asks Ron to escort Lockhart to Madame Pomfrey. How convenient. And they leave, and now it's just Harry and Dumbly for a little private convo. I believe I wrote in my notes, uh, hey, bro, this is where you could have explained things. (sighs) Yeah. But at the same time, it's like Harry is still only 12. Well, maybe he's not a thousand percent sure yet, and he wants to be sure before he's like going to scare Harry with the deets of what's happening. No, I'm just saying, like, it was an opportunity. That everybody talks about their miss, so I don't necessarily agree with that it should have been brought up at this time because he's still very young. But then there's other people on the well, other side of the fence with that. But at the same time, like if he hadn't known, like if he had known, would he would have the if Harry had known then, mm-hmm. would all of his actions been the same? No. Probably not. No. So and that's why I'm saying everything. Yep, everything was perfect the way this it was. just yeah. really points to time traveling, Ron. Ron Bulldor? Ron Bulldor. He leaves. Ron <laughs> Flying through time. Ron I also want to point out quick before we stop talking about Lockhart that mm. he is only 28 at this point. For what true? Sad yeah. life. <gasps> well, you know what? Don't be doing that to other people and you wouldn't have done uh, oh, it. I, I think totally you know what? he got kicked in the butt by karma. I think this is better for him. He can just ignore it on bliss. over. Literally. I, but can he make new memories? No, because does he remember them? He's when like, him God, you got to think about St. Mungo's. Was he literally there? Like, yeah, but the was he, but, but does his memory like start over? Like, does I he remember so. coming on up? You know, out of what? the chamber and stuff. I don't think he does. The most does he remember them? So the he most no he can remember is like he like wants to sign things all the time. But he, I don't think he remembers anything strong, still. In four, when we see him again, how strong of a feeling, or like how important was? signing stuff to him and being famous if that's the one thing that he remembers right holy cow yeah. is that in four yeah okay uh yeah mm-hmm. or five five excuse me mungos yeah. because they're visiting arthur uh, so it's five yep. um, yeah but okay. seriously <laughs> no yeah it's crazy so harry then talks to dumbledore about his issues with being like tom do you need, a tissue? need a tissue <gasps> <gasps> wow <laughs> so harry point, too harry points out that riddle says that harry's like him and that upsets harry but I think Harry realizes that he's sort of right, but he's like kind of in denial about it. So he's like, that's not true. I'm in Gryffindor. And then he backpedals and he's like, well, the Sorting Hat did say that I would have done well in Slytherin. Um, And he also points out that they can both speak Parseltongue. 
And then Dumbledore explains to him at this point that Voldemort ended up transferring on accident some of his powers to him. Um, this is our first glimpse into Horcrux Harry. Horcrux Harry. Don't you think? I know I read something and that I'm going to make fun of you for later. Me? Nope. Me? Yep. Um, it's interesting. I was reading something on the internet that J.K. Rowling was talking about when he accidentally created the Horcrux and Harry because his soul was so fragile. It must be Italian. Yeah. But she's like, it was so fragile that like when it happened, it split off and he, a bit of him. Yeah, because everybody was so hung up on the process of yeah. making one. Yeah. Um, it's like but which makes sense because if he's already well, yeah. at that point, he's made however many. Well, I just wonder, like, w- like, what if he, like, prepped all these things and then this, like, I don't know. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I you, know what, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was all prepped to be like, I'm going to make, after I kill him, I'm going to make, make my next I'm going to make my next yeah. one, yeah. And he's all ready to go. Because yeah. how epic would that be to make a horcrux with the guy who's going to bring you down? Yeah. Ooh. Are you sweating? A little. <laughs> um... So here we get the famous Dumbledore quote. Give it to me, Megan. I'm gonna read. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna read a little bit of context before it, so that because I think it just fits very well. Um, so Harry is still, you know. So I should have been put in Slytherin, and then he says, "Hold on, can I just ask a question? Do you think that they put too much emphasis on like what house you're in? Like, does do you really does uh, it really matter little. if you were in Slytherin? You could have still been a good guy." I think it matters to the kids a lot, which is why she wrote it the way she did. Because we're reading it from Harry's point of view, so it's important to him. Um, He's trying. Stop (laughs) acting like a 12-year-old. Trying to stay alive. (laughs) So I should be in Slytherin, Harry said, looking desperately into Dumbledore's face. The sorting hat could see Slytherin's power in me, and it put you in Gryffindor, said Dumbledore calmly. Listen to me, Harry. You happen to have many qualities Salazar Slytherin prized in his handpicked students. His own very rare gift, parcel tongue, resourcefulness, determination, a certain disregard for rules, he added, his mustache quivering again. Yet the sorting hat placed you in Gryffindor. You know why that was, think. It only put me in Gryffindor, said Harry in a defeated voice, because I asked not to go in Slytherin. Exactly, said Dumbledore, beaming once more, which makes you very different from Tom Riddle. It is our choices, Harry, that show what we truly are far more than our abilities. Can I get an amen? This reminds me of like going back to because we talked a little bit about Christianity with um, the basilisk versus the phoenix and how we have free will. And that. Mm, Yeah. mm, No, that's juicy. Yeah, it's juicy. So I love that. I love love that. that. I also like that quote. It hits me in the feels when you hear this bit because there's theories that people have said like that um, in order to actually be in Gryffindor, you have to be brave enough to ask Mm -hmm. to be put into it. And I I always kind of liked that. Yeah. So you know, clearly Harry is kind of still like. Are you sure that I should be in Gryffindor? I don't really know. Like, maybe I really should be in Slytherin. So then Dumbledore is like, Harry, why don't you take a look at this sword? And wha-bam. Thank you, ma'am. Sword of Gryffindor. Amen. 
so engraved just below the hilt, Godric Gryffindor. Only a true Gryffindor could have pulled that out of the hat, Harry. That I love and that a, a wizard legit pulled something out of a hat in these <laughs> yeah. books. <laughs> she had to add well, it Well, if you think about it, he didn't pull it out of the head. It fell on his head. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Neville pulls it out of the head, doesn't it's he? Yes. here nor there. He does. <laughs> Love so making it less. He epic. saw stars. <laughs> so Dumbledore um, then also says that he needs to write to Azkaban to get Hagrid back, mm. and he also mentions needing a new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, Ooh. Katie. Yeah, new we Defense do. Against the Dark Arts teacher, who this? Hottie McHottie, Remus Lupin, get right in. through the doors. It's about to get sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Every like, episode of the next, like the next book, is gonna be like, and then there was Remus, and somebody's <laughs> gonna be like, yeah, yeah, he was. There's Remus. I'm gonna have to make sure All that day. in the notes, Katie gets to read the first time we meet him on the train. Yes, please. I'm gonna have to make it happen. I'll just be all a quiver. We'll go I out of order if we need I to. I love in the movie where when um, Ron's like, "How do you know everything? How does she know everything?" She's like, "I'm reading his case." Like it's like right case there. I've done that. Oh, where like I was yeah. reading a sign and they're like, "Why would you know that information?" I'm like, "I'm literally reading a sign behind your head." I was looking for my keys today and they were in my hand. Is that the same? <laughs> I've looked for my phone while talking on it. It's okay. <laughs> totally I'm pretty sure I've looked for my glasses when they were on my face at one yeah. point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, my watch—it's on me. You know, yeah, no big deal. Yeah, we have, you know, troubles. Yep. Okay. So, Lucius Malfoy. I'm really nervous to read my part because Tiffany's waiting until I get to a part to like make fun of me for something, and I don't know why, but we're all going to find out. So Lucius comes <laughs> barging in, fury in his face, fury. cowering behind him. Dobby, the fury. house elf? I think it's very odd that Dobby just like happens to be with him at Hogwarts. Well, house. why are you here? It does mention that he was in the middle of polishing Lucius's so shoe. So do you think he was so like he touching just, like, him and he apparated with that, him? or like he Maybe. has to complete his task? No, he I don't can't know. Apparate. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he could but apparate maybe, to Hogwarts, but and walk Lucius, in. yeah, Lucius could have apparated Hogmeade. to Hogsmeade. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, think of how mad he is. He is, that how, to is that how? Is that how? He's, he's huffing. <gasps> Dumbledore's back. I gotta go talk to him. <laughs> Do you think that's how they get there every single time? I would think so. Yeah. Those they get there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's All I can imagine is like the Wicked Witch of the West and like her little flying monkey. It's like the third uh, Wizard of Oz reference I've heard today. Today. It's weird. So Moving yeah. on. We find out that Dobby belongs to the Malfoys, which I think just makes his story so much sadder because mm. we all know how terrible his- how terrible Lucius can be. Mm. So he's super angry because the governors had suspended Dumbledore, and yet here he was back at school. Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. Dumbledore's back. Tell, tell a friend. friend. <laughs> but don't tell Lucius. I told a friend. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. I told my best friend. I so, have a friend, so I won't tell My biffle! After the governors had found out that a student had been taken into the chamber, mainly Ginny Weasley, a.k.a. Arthur Weasley's daughter, and they all know him, I'm sure, if they're at the ministry. Um, all 11... 
the spell. All 11 of them wanted him back. And apparently several of them had said that Malfoy had threatened to curse their families if they didn't agree to suspend Dumbledore in the first place. First place. Oh, I know what you're going to make fun of me for. Yeah. (laughs) So Lucius asked who the culprit was. Lord (laughs) Dean! Who's here? It's Lord B. G me all day. I did that. You Lord V. I don't even know that. That was inspiration from you. (laughs) Oh, hell, Lord V. That's what I would call him instead in school. I'd be like, nah, you Lord V. See, in my my notes, he's Waldy. Oh, he's Waldy. I like Lord V. Well, you can have your Lord V. I don't know why you want to think of Vader and not Voldemort. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So, as they're talking, Dobby's Dobby's trying to send a message to Harry, and God, this took me forever to understand. Like, the first time I read it as a 12-year-old, I was really confused. So he keeps pointing to the diary, then at Mr. Malfoy, and then hitting himself hard (laughs) on the head with his fist. That's the part that confused me. Yeah, I didn't get that he was punishing himself. I thought that was, like, part of the message. And I was like, what? any sense. He hits himself in the diary. <laughs> Why you hitting yourself? Why you hitting yourself? <laughs> so I'm going to do a little chapter read. <laughs> a clever plan, said Dumbledore in a level voice, still staring Mr. Malfoy straight in the eye. Because of Harry here, Mr. Malfoy shot Harry a swift, sharp look. And his friend Ron hadn't discovered this book why Ginny Weasley might have taken all the blame. No one would have ever been able to prove she hadn't acted of her own free will. Mr. Malfoy said nothing. His face was suddenly mask-like. And imagine, Dumbledore went on, what might would have happened? Whoa. What might have happened then? The Weasleys are one of our most prominent pureblood families. Imagine the effect on Arthur Weasley and his Muggle Protection Act if his own daughter was discovered attacking and killing Muggleborns. Very unfortunate the diary was discovered and Riddle's memories wiped from it. Who knows what the consequences might have been otherwise. So I think Malfoy knows he's a little caught here. Sucks to suck. Yeah. Your wife took a blue airhead and I'm very upset. <laughs> I was wondering what was going on. I thought I'm not allowed to take white. You're not allowed to take white or blue. Or well, any of them. I didn't oh know that. <laughs> Just kidding. Wait, I need more of that. So, Dobby's still trying to send Harry a message. You know, Harry's not the brightest. Neither was I at 12, apparently, because <laughs> I didn't get this till much later. But then it clicks. And he says, don't you want to know how Ginny got a hold of that diary, Mr. Malfoy? Yes. Think about how much pain and suffering Harry could have saved Dobby had he been smarter. Oh, my God. Honestly. But, come on. Dobby gave some pretty hard clues. Because how was, like, nobody knows that Tom Riddle was really Voldemort. And Harry is supposed to know that. Yeah. But fair. Yeah, yeah. So we find out Lucius gave her the diary. Oh, man. <laughs> Slipped it in her transfiguration book at Flourish and Blots. And he's like, prove it. Prove it. Why don't you prove it? <laughs> so Dumbledore, smiling at Harry, suggests that maybe Malfoy shouldn't be giving out any more of Lord V's old school things. I can't even handle it. <laughs> I think I wanted to do another chapter reread. No, maybe not. I lied. No, well, that's not kind. So Lucius Malfoy stood for a moment, and Harry distinctly saw his right hand twitch as though he was longing to reach for his wand. That's insane. You're just going to curse Dumbledore right here in his office. 
whatever. He twitched. But he ins- knew he was going to lose. Instead, he storms out with Dobby, or rather, he kicks him through the door. Straight up. Ugh. Makes me sick. All right. What's, what's Debbie saying in your section? <laughs> so, <laughs> Tiffany does, like, the outline, and then we fill in our bits. Just <laughs> being honest. Our and pod bits. Juicy bits. And... She wrote a little note on the side, and it, mine says, read what Debbie has to say to Malfoy. Um, and Debbie didn't have much to say, but Dobby had some things to say. All right. Well, we'll go with that. Oh, I just dropped my phone. So Malfoy Sr. and Dobby have bounced, and Harry gets the idea to give the diary back to Malfoy. He hears Dobby's squeals of pain from around the corner. He comes up with the plan, and fingers crossed that it works. So he takes off his shoe and pulls off his slimy, filthy, and sock and stuffs the diary into it and ran down the corridor. So I did not realize until literally rereading it while, like, I reread the book, and then when we got to this specific episode of 41 today and reread my bit, I am so used to the movie of the sock being in the diary that the diary is stuffed into the sock. I did not grasp this concept. A slimy yeah. sock. Yeah, when I was reading it again, actually, I was like, oh. Yeah, it's in he the sock. He literally just, like, throws a yeah, sock. A sock. A stretched yeah. out sock. Yeah. That's yeah. super stretching so, it out. Yeah. yeah. So he yells to Malfoy that he has something for him and forces the smelly sock into Lucius's hand. He didn't, um, <laughs> and then I wrote, like, I didn't realize it, that he stuffed the book in the sock. Well, maybe it was one of Dudley's old socks so it was like really big anyway. movieism. a fun fact um, if you have the <laughs> Truth, illustrated copy Tiffany. of the um, Chamber of Secrets the picture of the chapter has here's Florence the picture of the chapter has um, Dobby you're gonna have to tone me down I just yelled straight into my mic okay. I'm just gonna let you bust eardrums it's all it good. unusual you yelling into the mic it's not unusual oh, for me another to yell fun fact I thought that was really cool that I forgot to end last chapter was the entire chapter um, almost of the air of Slytherin chapter 17 it's all black and at the bottom it's like snake scales which I thought was really Ooh. cool. So, you guys, if you don't have these illustrated copies, you should go out and buy them. Get them. your life. Go buy them yeah. now. Once, once the basilisk is dead, I'm Ron. the um, pages go back to being a light color. So, Ooh. the color. Oh, so, it's. Um, I, the I guess I haven't is seen basically <laughs> Gryffindor colors. Oh, I never so thought of it being. Because I always thought it was just black. I'm sorry. It's just like. <laughs> And then they I don't have know a what happened to my of, wife. Um, right. I a lot of sugar. And then there's Dobby. There's a picture of I Dobby. I do not care for his nose. I don't uh. care for how he looks in this picture either. But oh, he's, yeah, he he's looks clutching the sock in a very cute way. So I like Malfoy, his little fangs, though. Yeah. Yeah, Malfoy rips the sack off the diary and throws it. Looks from the book to Harry with a very angry look on his face and says to him, you'll meet the same sticky end as your mm. parents one of these days, Harry Potter. They were meddlesome fools, too. What a thing to say to a child whose parents are dead. Yeah. You don't curse. And it makes me think, like, how exactly his, like, what his parents did that were so meddlesome. Yeah. Was he, were they just against Lord Voldemort? Probably. Lord Malfoy was like, Nabro. Maybe meddlesome as in they're trying to, like, figure out how to take Mm -hmm. down Mm -hmm. Voldemort, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, So Malfoy goes to to leave (laughs) and orders Dobby to come with with him. Come, Dobby. I said, come. He doesn't move. 
Dobby's holding up the disgusting sock from Harry's foot. <laughs> He's looking at it like it is the greatest thing in the world, but for him, it is. It is freedom. Dobby's freedom free. smells like garbage. Well, Dobby don't care. Foot. He puts it on. Oh, God. <clears throat> Master has given a sock, said the elf in wonderment. Master gave it to Dobby. What's that, spat Mr. Malfoy? What did you say? Got a sock, said Dobby. (laughs) Master threw it, and Dobby caught it. And Dobby, Dobby is free. (laughs) Dobby is free. So then, like, Lucius is furious with Harry, and I can still hear him saying it. You lost me my seventh. <laughs> and they okay. yeah. Can and we talk about this movieism? Yes. Well, hold on. Uh, the I'll sound get there. effect kills. So me. he's furious at Harry for losing him as servant. Before he can do anything about it, Dobby shouts, "You shall not harm Harry Potter!" And there's a loud bang, and Malfoy is thrown backwards and down the stairs, three at a time, and he lands in a crumpled heap on the landing below. In the movie, though, he whips out his wand and is in about to kill him. He literally says Avada. Yeah. Like, think about how mad. Could have never happened. Yeah. Think about how mad your master would be if he came back and he'd be like, really? You killed him? He was mine to kill. Wow. A and B. Lucius believes. Lucius believes he's gone, though, right? Yeah. Well, so he's not a very good servant. But if he truly believes he's gone, why is he handing out old books? Because he wants to do Death Eater. Because all he knew at that moment in time is that that diary would open the Chamber of Secrets again. He just wants to torment and terrorize. It's like putting people in the air at the Quidditch World Cup. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So Malfoy gets up, pulls out his wand, but Dobby raises a threatening finger and says to Malfoy, You shall go now, he says, fiercely pointing down at Mr. Malfoy. You shall not touch Harry Potter. You shall go now. Dude, how would you like to be Lucius Malfoy and you get told off by a house elf? I Suck it. One thing I had to say with the last two chapters of this book they love to say his full name. Now, they didn't say his full Harry name. Potter. Harry Potter. They're every, Harry all, Potter. Everyone's calling Harry him Harry Potter. I want you to know you're Harry reading Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> so with one last nasty look, Lucius swings both his hair and cloak and hurries out of sight. That fabulous hair. <laughs> Ooh, that made me a little dizzy. Harry Potter freed Dobby. Harry Potter set Dobby free. Least I could do, Dobby, said Harry, grinning. Just promise never to try and save my life again. And yep. if Dobby had listened, then the whole ending of the last book would have been different. Mm. So thank God for unanswered prayers. Mm. I wonder what, like, it, would it have ended there? Would Harry just have been killed? I think he probably would have. For, for sure. sure. He, there's no way he would have gotten out oh, of that. Oh, sure. And mm. seven years ago. Oh. <sighs> Harry almost died, but Dobby saved him. Uh, I've just got one question, Dobby. What is Harry as Dobby pulled on Harry's sock with shaking hands? You told me all of this had nothing to do with he who must not be named, remember? Well, (laughs) it was a clue, sir, said Dobby, his eyes widening as though it was this was obvious. Was giving you a clue. The Dark Lord, before he changed his name, could be freely named, you see. Right, said Harry weakly. (laughs) Well, I'd better go. There's a feast and my friend Hermione should be awake by now. 
And so Dobby threw his arms around Harry's middle and hugged him. Harry Potter is greater by far than Dobby knew, he sobbed. Farewell, Harry Potter. And with a final loud crack, Dobby disappeared. Where did he go? I'm sorry, but that is the worst clue. Where do you think he went? Mm. Lightning bolt. I don't know. Maybe he went. He to went get, to the bar. Could, could be. He went to find Winky and get some butterbeers. <laughs> I don't know. Where do you think he went? Do you think there's like a colony of wild ones? That he maybe he went about? to see. Maybe he had family that was free. He went to the Malfoy Manor. He mooned the house. And then he apparated <laughs> maybe and got a butterbeer. Maybe. Maybe he f- apparated there. He little crack poppled and snapped over there. <laughs> <laughs> he he raised rice rice crispy he peed, <laughs> he peed on their front step and bounced. No, he pooped in a bag, set it on fire, rang the doorbell, and took it off. It's like on those white peacocks. <laughs> oh, jeez. Or what if he like, started riding oh, one of the peacocks in the front <laughs> I'm free now, man. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. Just chanting, Dobby is free. <laughs> Dobby, Dobby is free. Swing in his Where he's like firing his sword. Woo. Firing his sword. I don't know. <laughs> Words can't come out of my mouth. You can never take off freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Dobby is free. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just uh. went and got blitzed the whole town. You know what I mean? All wizarding establishments. And he was like, y'all, I'm a free elf now. Give me a shot. Could have been. Shot, 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 shot. What if he went to Hogsmeade? <laughs> I was going to say, I bet he went to like, I don't know. Maybe he just went to Diagon Alley or Leaky Cauldron. Maybe he went down to the kitchen because he was like, you know what, friends? Make me something because I'm free. You <laughs> can go to the kitchen till later, right? I'm free. Because I, I wanted to say kitchens at first, but then I was like, no, because Dumbledore doesn't like talk to him about that until later. Where Maybe he just wanted to hang go? out with people. Where did Dobby go? Dear Drew. Yeah. Dear he went on a quest. Joe. An unexpected journey, some would say. Hmm. Maybe he went like? to go visit Fluffy. <laughs> did he go up somewhere? I've never even heard of that. Me neither. So, <clears throat> Harry heads to the feast. Everyone's in their gym jams. And Hermione <laughs> runs towards him explaining. Did you write gym jam? I did. <laughs> <laughs> exclaiming, you solved it. You solved it. Shocked. <laughs> And Justin came over from his table to shake his hand and apologize for suspecting him. Hagrid came back from Azkaban at about half past three in the morning, cuffing Harry and Ron on their shoulders so hard they got knocked into their trifles. I want to say that I really wish that they would have had everybody in their pajamas in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, It would have been cute. cute. But they don't wear pajamas. They wear gym jams. Jim Jams. Bad mood, comfy Jim Jams. Oh my gosh. So Harry and Ron gain 400 points for Gryffindor, thus securing the House Cup for Gryffindor for the second year in a row. Show offs. McGee announces that exams are canceled. Hermione is upset. Oh no. And so I I read, um, fun fact, in Prisoner of Azkaban, it said that Hagrid was in Azkaban for two months and Hermione has been petrified basically the entire time Hagrid's gone. So she's been petrified for two months. It's a long Because we were trying time. to talk, like, figure out how long it was. Yeah. Um, it's a long time. Not as long as Colin, but, you know. Uh, I was just about to point out that uh, one of our patrons, uh, Beverly, says House Cup is pointless, says the house that never wins. I was about to be like, so what house are you in? Because you're not Gryffindor, because we know that we rule. <laughs> she's a Well, Slytherin. and I wouldn't say it's pointless because there's points in it, so. Oh! 
Um, and then Dumbledore tells everyone that Lockhart will not be returning as the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher next year because he needs to get his memory back. Because he needs to make room for that sexy um, werewolf. Yeah. And unfortunately, wow. we have learned that he never does get his memory back. Sad tweet. Um, many teachers join in the cheering when they hear that he uh, won't be back next year. <laughs> you know... <laughs> How appropriate is that? <laughs> I know, like that's like hmm, it's kind of professionally. Little, it's not a well, good show. Well, like McGonagall, a couple of them at least had to have taught him, right? So they were coming back. Yeah, they knew. Like, oh Ugh. my god, yeah. here eye go. rolling. Here's yeah. the kid who sent himself how many Valentines? <laughs> god, how many was it? Wasn't it 300? like yeah, some hundred? <clears throat> All right, so the rest of the term passed by with a lot of sunshine and normalcy, minus the canceling of Defense Against the Dark Arts classes, because, you know, the teacher couldn't teach because he didn't remember. What's really normal at Hogwarts? (laughs) Harry's absolutely nothing. Harry's never had anything normal. He's never known an actual normal year. I know. Ever in his entire life. Never. He will until never he graduated or like until the whole war's over. And then you see him floundering because he doesn't know what to do with himself. Yeah. Honestly, I would say the most normal year is Half Blood Prince. Yeah. Mm. Minus, mm. you know, Dumbledore getting killed. But like <laughs> I just like the enormous <laughs> plot point. <laughs> but it's at the end of the year, guys. No, no, but, I'm, but I'm saying, like, yeah, throughout the throughout that year, he has these lessons with Dumbledore. But like, that is where we see the most school. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I yeah, school. We see a lot school of potions. Potions. Bud doesn't go to school. Bud went to school. He taught school. He is school. <laughs> when did Bud get here? <laughs> Hello. It literally sound insane. Bud shows up when she needs Bud to Bud does what he wants. So Lucius Malfoy is sacked <laughs> from being a school governor, and Draco loses a lot of wind from his sales and no longer acts <laughs> like he owned the school. Wind from his sales. <laughs> Have you ever heard that? Yeah, but it's just funny. <laughs> Fortunately, Ginny was perfectly happy again. So the day has come where we, they need to leave Hogwarts for what? their summer vacation. Worst day of the year. Do you and, uh, do you think they're a little like, at least for Ron and Hermione and them? Like, do you think they're a little like relieved two months to get away out, from Harry <laughs> to get out of out of there? Because it was such a terrifying place for a while. Could be, you know, need it's some from, air. Need yeah. some air. Yeah, I bet Jenny's happy to go home. Today, oh, I know? bet Jenny is reeling yeah. to go home. Um, so it's their summer vacation. They're about to, to board the train again. Harry, Ron, Hermione, Fred, George, and Ginny share a compartment on the way home. And then Harry suddenly remembers to ask Ginny what she um, saw Percy doing. Turns out he was slogging Penelope Clearwater, his girlfriend. Ginny walked in on them in an empty classroom. Snogging. And he was going, oh, Penny. (laughs) Penny, love you. Okay. Um, so that's who he I had thought been that writing. was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's who he had been writing to all summer. And then Ginny asks her brothers, please do not tease them. And then you basically like, friend George are like, yeah, we <laughs> are. <laughs> We're not going to tease them. Yeah, they totes my goats are. Come on, Ginny. Um, totes my goats. I haven't heard that in forever. <laughs> <laughs> so Harry gives Ron and Hermione the telephone number for the Dursleys. Um, he tells Ron he told his dad how to use a phone. Um, so he's like, please, I cannot go through another two months only talking to Dudley. Uh, and then Hermione, yes. Does he call it a felly tone? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
No, not in there. Oh. It's in the it's in the next book, right? Mm-hmm. A felly tone, yep. I think. I can pull it up he again says that to like Mr. Dursley. He's, yeah, he says it to, <coughs> to Vernon. Um, also, I love when they call them pleasemen instead of policemen. Yes, pleasemen. <laughs> and escapaders. Escapaders. <laughs> it's so good. Get a Googled Felly Tone. See what comes up. Let's see. What, what is you know what I just thought of? Ring, 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 ring banana phone. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Uh, it says Ron said it. I don't know, ma'am. So, it says Ron says, I know how to use a felly tone now. Oh, no, no, no. And then Hermione says, a telephone, Ron. Okay. I don't know if that's true. Anyway, sorry. That's really not important, important not, at all. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so then Hermione asks Harry, um, basically saying like your aunt and uncle will be proud of you won't they yeah i was proud said harry are you crazy all those times i could have died and i didn't manage it they'll be furious and we walk through the gate back into the muggle world and i want to give one more thank you to Timmy's <laughs> grandma for the book it was a good read <laughs> <We're> gonna... <laughs> <laughs> what I totally missed something. She gave us uh, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> All right, and we are going to dive into totally the pool. <laughs> We're going to dive in the pool with the prisoner basketball next. I hope they and you can swim. <laughs> And I again, can't, and it's my favorite book. It means Timmy's grandma. I appreciate you. I'll read, I don't know if I read the whole quote. I forgot about <clears throat> To explain. Dear Timmy, <laughs> hope you enjoy reading this book with all my love, grandma. And you know what, Timmy's grandma, when I got it, it didn't look like I didn't open the book, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Timmy, I hope you're listening. I appreciate it. <laughs> Didn't you read all that on chapter one? Didn't you? I think I did. Oh, God. Full circle, I just love you so much. It hurts me. I was going to ask, maybe Timmy is a swisher, but if he gave up this book, I don't think he's a Potter fan. His grandma might be. Oh, dear gosh. That was amazing. (laughs) Oh, it hurts. We're going to swim in the prisoner pool. The pool. I'm diving into the pool. I hope there's chlorine in it. Oh my god! There's what? Chlorine in it. It's a corn. If it's a a prisoner pool, no, no chlorine. I can't come. Brony, bromine. Who? Bromine. Phoneme. That's what our pool is. I think. Oh my gosh! Guys, we're done. Five more books to plow through. Let's take our time on three because it's the best. I think it's going to be, though, like, because we're... Chamber went so fast. It was. But there's 22 chapters in The Prisoner, so... Woo! Wow. So excited! Beverly has a lightning bolt question. She's been she's asked oh, this God, twice yeah. now. Oh God! Yeah, patrons, send us some. How do you get a new house elf? Very carefully. You order one from a catalog. <laughs> you order them to. to no, they're like a reader. Oh, that's gross to think oh, about. We've so, talked about like this slavery, before. man. We've talked about this. Well, before. they are. I know. Um, do you think that there's like ads in the profit? Yes. I mean, but like new litter of house elves. Oh. 
That's, That's so horrible. Sad. Do you it think is. they like? Do you think it's like handed lives- down from family to family, and they just procreate with themselves or whatever? And you just like Dobby's, yeah. his oh. ancestors. They all worked worked for the Malfoys. Mm. Here are my my notes. On oh, you know what we should do? Prisoner. We should have patrons submit lightning bolt round questions. That's a great I thought idea. We talked about this. A lot. Well, they can just, I mean, if they think ahead, they can prepare for chapters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or just ask us questions in general. What are some other ways to destroy horcruxes? Fiend fire. Yep. Let's think. Fiend fire. Fiend fire. Basilisk Basilisk venom. Fangs. Slash venom. venom. The sword, because it's impregnated. With the venom. Still venom. What else? Do you think acromantula venom would do it? No. No. I don't think that's strong enough. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Acromantula is the same level in Fantastic Beasts as a basilisk. <clears throat> it's five X's. Both of them are. Yeah, but like, I don't know if that, like, it might be as dangerous, but I don't know if their venom is as poisonous. Oh, besides cannon, what are other ways to destroy them? Oh. Sarah's farts. Well, <laughs> shut the front door. I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> My toots. <laughs> toots, toots. <laughs> um... Like funny ways? What are you talking? My death stare. What did I say? Do you think the stare of a basilisk could kill a Horcrux? I hope. I bet you could kill the guinea, a living one. Yeah. Ooh, me likes it. I I like like that. that. Mm -hmm. Something, something is moving one of the cords, and the cord is touching me. That's me. Oh gosh, I was like, wait, what? (laughs) I figured it was a human. What could kill? What about? Swooping evil venom. Ooh, it's not really like Who? venom, is it? <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, it's called venom. It's true. Swooping ba, evil ba, 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 ba. from Fantastic Beasts. You know the little thing that he has that he like treats like a yo-yo, and it's like the. Oh yeah, I was thinking like venom from Spider-Man. Let's go. Leave his brain. Have you seen his, the new trailer for that? No, neither have I. I'm not into the Spider-Man movies. They're not good. What would you do? Sorry, I'm not sorry. To get back at Lucius after you were freed, if you're Dobby. I would <laughs> I would poop in a paper bag. <laughs> I would put stoop it on. kids afraid to leave the stoop <laughs> unless it. you put poop on it. I would put it on stoop. the stoop. <laughs> Light that bag on fire, ring the doorbell, and book it. Because like, they got nobody to open the door for them now. You know what I would hey, do? Hey, Narcissa, stomp this out. If I, so we know from later books that he can just like pop in and out of the manor. Yeah. I would I would wreck havoc. No, I would misplace things. (gasps) I'd go in there every so often, switcheroo magoo a few little (laughs) things, and be like, try to find that. What if you like... Beeper. <laughs> what if he took out a bunch of like the dark objects that they were hiding and like put them Ooh. on the front lawn? <laughs> Be like, ding ding. Swisheroo Magoo sounds like a spell that Fred and George would have given to Ron at first year. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! What else do we got here? Did Harry feel anything when the diary was destroyed? No, I don't think so. I don't no, think does so. he feel things that the other ones, or is that a kind of movieism? He uh, no, I think he doesn't. He doesn't feel when they're destroyed, but like when they're nearby, he can feel it. Is that a movieism or is mm-hmm. that in the books? No, that's in the books because the so locket's really with the with diary. the diary. Yeah, I don't think he's really around it that much though. Like the the locket, be, oh, he has it in his possession. You got, but be, not for very long. And like the locket it's, it's was on, on him at all times. He was wearing by it. his heart. Yeah, I think that does he have a heart? 
Yes, Harry baby. has a eh. heart. Well, hello, baby. I don't think so. <laughs> Is your baby kicking? Not for you. <laughs> Not anymore. Now, <laughs> if you were in Ginny's position, mm-hmm. you've just been revived, right? Do I have to close my eyes? That's sure, how I did you this. Can, you, can re- you can close your eyeballs. I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, and you're going to go, mm-hmm. and you need to like recuperate. Mm-hmm. What What does your little situation look like where are you what are you eating what are you drinking who are you with can i go yes my couch ribeye steaks fozzy bear marty video games okay naps do you want anything to drink besides not besides but aside with your steak um water are you eating (laughs) pregnancy steak or non-pregnancy steak how about green chipotle salsa Someone you know what? Up. They effed it up so hard last time. I'm over it. Ooh. I'm over it, Chipotle. And Ooh. y'all tweeted me back. Hey, sorry. Yeah, thanks, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, you tell me your little scenario. I would be in my bed at home because I love it and it's comfy, cuddling with Teddy Bear, my cat. I like that, first of all, you didn't say your actual cat or your wife first. Hmm. Well, Teddy just is special. He is pretty special. And Katie would be recreating my recipe of mac and cheese for me, and then bringing it. <laughs> stress her out so hard. And then yeah, bringing it, cook? bringing it up to bed for me with a big old glass of cold chilled Moscato, and then we would sit in bed together with Teddy and eat that. And if you think about it, watch magic, Harry Potter. <laughs> you can just whip it up with some magic. I mean, like it's true. It's true. Yeah. Megan's mac and cheesy yo. <laughs> Katie, you tell me your little scenario. Scenario. Uh, I can't decide between like tea and cookies or pizza and pop. Because mm. those are my like two very favorite things. Tea and cookies, cookies. wouldn't make you feel bloated. That's true. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> discussing my medical <laughs> problems. <laughs> it's okay. Nexium fixes it. Yeah. Oh, you know, acid <laughs> reflux. Ooh, uh, shout out to Esomeprazole. <laughs> Hashtag no. Nexium. You're now Where shouting you, out um, to prescriptions. Probably in bed too, watching a Harry Potter movie and snuggling with my cat and my wife. I too would be in my bed. Probably eating my an bed. egg sandwich. Oh god, egg sandwiches, oh, are, egg so sandwiches are so good. Me and my, my mom. My mom makes the best egg sandwiches. And um, with avocado and cheese. Oh, see, I'm I'm a plain Jane. Like or I'll eat it. I like putting some hot sauce on it. I I just want wheat toast mm-hmm. buttered, my two little egg fried egg sandwiches, another piece of wheat toast, God, no, salt pepper. That. That's all I want. Yeah, I'm hungry. Like I'm actually hungry now. And I would be. I want all the covers. And if it's chilly, I want my window open. And um, would you like to borrow the Foz? I would cuddle with him. You could borrow Iggy. Foz is a better cuddler. <laughs> You've never cuddled with Iggy, have you? I don't is that know, the one probably. that likes me? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'd cuddle Iggy. Don't get too excited. He also <laughs> likes the cable guy. And he also does. <laughs> he also likes to I sneeze on you. I would like to you. mention that uh, Katie is no longer welcome in my home. <laughs> Does everybody have socks on right now? No. Yes. yes. All right. Well, 
what I want you to describe what your sack would look like, aka the one you're wearing, if you were giving it to Lucius. The diary is in it. Just pick a sock. Sports sock. What does that mean? Like it's just the socks I wear. They're gray. It would be the colors of the Charlotte Hornets basketball team. I have fun socks. Can I say my favorite socks? I have a favorite favorite socks. They look like a cat foot. It literally makes your foot look like a (gasps) paw with fur. And that sounds weird, but it like it really does look like a paw. Those socks are really weird. What socks do you have on, Megan? Because I've just got plain black ones. They're just like gray sports socks, but they're in the colors of the Charlotte Hornets basketball team. Well, I have R2-D2 on my socks. Aren't you special? R2. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I like fun socks. They're easier to um, pair. pair. Yeah, and I'm a little OCD about it. I have to matching socks. Fun socks are always too thin. I don't need I agree. You know? (laughs) Yep. <clears throat> um, I don't know if I have any more questions. Do the Weasleys buy only new books from now on for their kids? Mm. <laughs> Honestly. What do you think Harry's phone number is? 8673097777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777777
That was no, that's not your yeah. Honeymoon. That was longer. <sighs> We're just getting old. <laughs> it was a trip and experience I will never forget. I watched her cry at the sight of Hogwarts, mm. toothy grin through Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade, and be consumed with the magic that only the Wizarding World can create. Mm. I think we are even more obsessed now. J.K. Rowling has created a world that truly always welcomes us home, but I know in my heart we never leave Hogwarts. What's coming will come, and we'll meet it when it does together. Good gosh. Poetic. I love it. Thank yeah. you for sharing your story. Yeah, love Thanks, the story. Joe. So when we say, dear Joe, we're really writing to you. <laughs> yes, Please you better answer all questions. <laughs> <laughs> I love your sisterhood, though. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. That's amazing. I love, like, how this story brings people together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In all different ways. <clears throat> it is yep. true. It's yellow. Oh. You usually say it. Yeah, but it's not oh. me. Okay, well. It's not green either. Well, <laughs> Katie, shameless plug. See, she needs a song. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find Katie and I also on the YouTube at Main Street Nine and Three Quarters, where <laughs> we currently are doing some Ohio bucket list items. Um, we're not, you know, like that channel has a lot of potential. We're not one hundred percent sure where it's going, but it's, it's going. going. So. Jinx, Coke. Ha! We also have a Disney podcast called Grown Up Kids. We are doing a chronological analysis of the Walt Disney Studios films. Fun facts, history, all that kind of stuff. If you want to be a guest, hit us up. Go check out iTunes and listen to our podcast about the riveting movie Victory Through Air Power. It was a good episode. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Tiffany. All right. Um, so you can find me on an all video games podcast called Box Trick. I do with my friend Matt Brady. Currently doing a Pokemon playthrough of Red and Blue. Also do, thank you, other <laughs> Nintendo uh, stuff like uh, The Legend of Zelda, Nintendo News. Um, we do Nintendo Directs as they come out. So you can catch me there. You can also catch me there, <clears throat> Star Wars fans, on an all-Star Wars podcast called Rebel Watch. I do with my friend Ezra Kirk. Um, still hoping to uh, record with uh, Mr. Michael Canterbury. Just waiting for that day. So, uh, Michael, you know, the invitation's there, my friend. <laughs> Ezra and I are doing a journey through Star Wars where we are going um, through movie by movie and breaking it down. So if you um, want to get into a new fandom uh, or a little afraid, come on with me because I don't know much either. Sarah? Are you what, ready? What, yeah, what's, what are yours? What's your project? What are you plugging? <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to work on something new. I'm going to start a new podcast. I'm going to work on a new Star Wars podcast to stop listening to Rebel Watch and come listen to BB-8 Radio. (laughs) (laughs) No, BB-1.8 Radio. No. (laughs) BB-8 Radio. 1.8 is a special guest. You'll you'll hear him talk. But uh, I'm going to go through all Star Wars. We're going to talk about everything. The ins and outs, the wars, the stars. (laughs) Deep and sweaty. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Getting real deep and sweaty. Who's your favorite? Shallow and dry. Who's your your favorite character on BB-8 podcast? BB-8 radio. (laughs) Took me a minute. You're me on the warm tail thing. (laughs) 
here in general? On BB-8 Radio. Me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have some special guests. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. But Rebel Watch, watch out. I'm coming for you. Hey there, War Stars fans. (laughs) (laughs) War (laughs) Stars. I'm going to start with uh, watching the new Solo movie, and uh, we're going to review it. We're gonna talk all about the last Jedi. (laughs) Guys, I have to admit something. I'm really lost. It's okay. You don't need to know. (laughs) No, I do. I do need to know. What what are you confused about? Which part? Uh, uh, What you were laughing at. (laughs) So so she said deep and sweaty, and she said shallow and dry. (laughs) 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 Way late to the party. like the worm tail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so, you know, come find me and I'll talk talk your ears off about Star Wars. War stars. War stars. And Does, so on. Everything's backwards. Oh gosh, it hurts. D2 R2. <laughs> Thanks, Jar Jar. Does he make an appearance? OP3C. <laughs> Call him Mr. Binks. <laughs> Oh, oh, I think my baby's gonna come out and <laughs> only my laugh. Oh, I thought you might come out now because you're laughing so oh, hard. Oh, no, we get real excited with all this laughter. Yeah. Okay, well, guys, that is that is Chamber of Secrets. Our and next episode we, is gonna be our book to movie comparison episode, right? Probably true. not. We're gonna oh, no. remember we have oh. a Scamander story with um Ezra Kirk from my stories. new rival. <laughs> 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 You're gonna get a couple of episodes um, before we start Prisoner. We're gonna do yeah, we're probably starting do a prisoner. Scamander story. Yeah. We're gonna do book to movie comparison. We're gonna we're do, gonna do movie, a movie watch with movie everybody. Watch. And then I think what Memorial Day weekend I think is our first episode gonna, coming out of Prisoner. Knock it out. And guys, guess what? <laughs> that weekend I'm done with work. And then I have a baby soon after that. <laughs> Terrifying slash exciting. Um, two shots out. Shoot two shout outs. First of all, two shots again, out. Again, <laughs> happy birthday to my mama because she's a pretty cool kid. Mm. And um, shout um, out to um Yellamo. Yeah. yeah, Timmy's grandma. Timmy's grandma brought all the goodness to Pour the one chamber out for her just in case. Just- <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> 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 I'm not supposed to laugh at that. Timmy's grandma will be my first guest. <laughs> I'll see if Timmy's grandma knows anything about Star Wars. I'll interview her. War stars. I mean, war stars. (laughs) Grandma's Timmy. (laughs) (laughs) Grandpa. A couple years ago, Timmy's grandma could have been young and young and hot. She could, you could die any. You day. can tell by the handwriting she was old. She would. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh my oh god! Oh my gosh! Just don't, don't forget BB8 Radio better than Rebel Watch. What? what? Oh also, guys, the, the day this podcast is- comes out. <clears throat> ten days till my birthday. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Ten days. Ten. I got real quiet. 
So I was yawning. Sorry. All right. So that concludes this book. Thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just my voice! <laughs> it's the final chapter! Oh, the dogs. You moved the cord on my foot and it scared me. Hello and welcome to episode... Hold on. Oh, shnikes. I made a noise into my mic and I know you didn't hear it, but I'll be able to hear it on the recording, so I want you to restart. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Mm, Prove it. I will by not talking. (laughs) 